Hello everybody and welcome to another naturopath specialty session. Today we have the beautiful and wonderful Katie Barron. <laughs> she is based in northern New South Wales in Cabarita Beach and she is a women's hormones and fatigue guru. She currently sees lots of clients online as well as in her clinic and she has a beautiful program that she wants to share with us today. Um, so without further ado, welcome Katie. Hi. <laughs> How you doing, Amy? Great, and great. Thanks for joining. Yeah, so no Katie, worries. can you tell us a little bit about your story? Okay. So um, I have been in practice for about four years now. And before that, I studied uh, Bachelor of Health Science and that took me about nine years to complete because I was having babies and running businesses and being all the things to everyone, as a lot of women try to do and usually work out that doesn't really work for them too well. So I sort of decided um, after, in my early early to mid-20s that um, after quite a few years of travelling and partying too much and I felt old <laughs> and I was sort of mid-20s, which is kind of a bit scary to think back about, right? But um, so I thought, oh, I'll go and study to be a naturopath. So, you know, I started, as I said, I started my degree. Uh, I was helping my husband run his business. I was... Yeah, doing all of the things. I had two babies in that time and I, yeah, I was just, I was trying to be everything to everyone and I'm the perfect student, the perfect wife, the perfect mum, the perfect friend and the wheels were kind of coming off despite what everything looked like on the outside, if you know what I mean. And, you know, I was getting great marks and ticking all the boxes, but um, I was just getting really, really burnt out. And the absolute, I, I, still, I still absolutely remember this moment and I can laugh about it now, but um, it wasn't so great at the time. But the, like the height of my burnout, I remember <laughs> standing in the kitchen. Well, okay, it wasn't, I was hiding in the kitchen and eating <laughs> these thick slices of raisin toast with heaps of butter and it was about five o'clock and I should have been making dinner and the kids were all wanting things from me and everyone and I was just like hiding in the pantry eating this toast I was like what am I doing this is absolute madness yeah so it was sort of and then I finished my degree and went into practice but it was a really long road to get myself on track and I sort of really quickly worked out that, um, that I could take all the herbs, I could take all the supplements, I could, you know, do all of the things and, and have my diet perfect. And, but if I, didn't, if I didn't sort of create space and time and, you know, just that breathing space that women need, then who cares? Nothing really. It was literally going to be one step forward, one step back. That's so interesting. So that's a, yeah, that's like mm. just a massive part of my prescription now <laughs> for women. Yeah. And isn't that powerful to have that firsthand experience to be able to feel completely authentic in what you're giving to people? Oh, absolutely, 100%. And the number of women, when I tell them, especially about the hiding in the pantry, eating the rice and toast, that absolutely crack up laughing. <laughs> and 
it creates a space for them to tell their story and usually it's very, very similar. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And so do you see a lot of mums? Is that um, the predominant sort of women who you see with fatigue? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so being a mum myself and somebody who does all the things, um, <laughs> some might call me slightly type A personality, um, I always, always think, oh, okay, I'm feeling tired. That means I have to go do something else. But mm -hmm. what you're saying here is like we actually need to stop. Is that right? We, at, we do. We just need to stop. And it doesn't mean stopping forever. And women tend to have this, <laughs> have this thing with themselves where it's either I'm doing all of the things or none of the things. <laughs> and it's either one extreme or the other where I can't stop and it's just absolute madness in my life or I'm li literally on the couch binge-watching binge Netflix for days on end. Um, and I think what we need to do is normalise the stopping and the starting. Yeah, nice. So like an application of the brake and then taking your foot off the brake and putting it on the accelerator and 100%. learning that little bit of balance, the, the toing and froing with life. And so yeah. when you talk about creating space, no doubt, because it triggers me, so no doubt other women are listening to this or watching this and going, oh, my gosh, how the heck I'm so busy. We're all busy. So how do we do it? How do we create space? Oh, okay. So that's the million dollar question. So there's there's a couple of a couple of different things that are in play with this. So first of all, there's the mindset stuff, um, and that is actually women like literally giving themselves permission to mm. stop. And <laughs> there'll be a number of people that will literally just hit end now <laughs> and run off and go. Oh, she's talking a lot of rubbish. Right. I don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but stick with me, please. Just stick with me. But <laughs> it's um. So you know, and and no one else. I mean, there will be other people that will give you permission to stop. And a lot of the time, the women that need to stop are the ones that need it from other people. So that might be friends, that might be your husband, that might be other relatives and things like that. But the biggest thing that you can ever do is give yourself permission to do what you need to do. Okay, so you've got that. And then on a very, very practical level, the biggest thing that I tell women to do is to actually get organized. And mm. on a very, very practical level is that schedule, especially in the beginning until that whole stop, start, stop, start through the day becomes second nature to you. It's literally scheduling it in like everything else. I mean, totally. the kids' um, swimming lessons are in the diary works in the diary um, alongside of your lunch break whether you're at home or, or you're at work it's um it's that downtime yeah awesome and so yeah. that whole like say it's a, a mum who's got a baby it's literally letting yourself lay down with the baby because the baby's full on when the baby's up so that's right yeah literally letting yourself lay down so yeah no doubt because I've been here you think all right so if I lay down the baby lays down how do I get the things done then this is like that triggering point to a lot of women 
where they think, well, then I'm just going to lose my productivity. Is that the truth or is that a story coming up? There's, uh, for a start, it's a story. To a certain extent, it's a story. What actually happens is, <laughs> you know, and this is another really big conversation, but, um, you know, and this is going to mean different things to different people. But, you know, for a start, no, not everything's going to be done. But is that okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, is it, is it okay that the clean washing that's been bought in from the line just sits in the washing basket for another afternoon. Or three. When did we when did we make that the most horrible thing in the world? <laughs> you know, like I I just I think we need to we need to have some common sense with this. And I know that ultimately my family is and your family and these these and all of you women out there, your families are going to benefit from you being healthy, recharged, and relaxed, as opposed to (laughs) cray-cray, tired, strung out, but the washing's away. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm not saying don't feed your kids. (laughs) I'm not saying don't go to work. I'm not saying doing to not do all the things that really fundamentally matter. But if your baby's asleep and you have the choice between putting that washing away or lying down, I absolutely know what in the long run that lying down is going to do for your hormone. Excuse me. <laughs> I've just lost and you, Katie. For, oh, you're yeah. back. It's okay. Oh, sorry. I'm back. It's all right. Uh, yeah, so I just um, had a call coming through. So oh, okay. That. So, yeah, so I just know that what that rest is going to mean in the long run for your hormones, for your energy levels, And then that ripple effect of what that means for your family. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So it's kind of that old analogy of trying to fill everyone else from your empty cup. It's never going to end well, particularly for yourself. Never going to. It's a race to the bottom. (laughs) That's it. It's an absolute race to the bottom. And then, like, even thinking about the women who maybe don't have kids but they're thinking about having kids... And they're still doing all the things. They still make their lives lives really busy. They might be doing CrossFit or going to Pilates every day or doing lots of social events. So is this even something that women who don't have kids really need to implement as well? Oh, look, all women do. It's um, like, you know, all humans do. Let's face it. All Mm. humans need to be able to get that balance of work, rest and play right. Um, and I don't, I don't think in our modern society we've got it right, in our Western society, and it's really not serving us. But women in particular, because we have, in this point in time, we have told ourselves that not only can we have it all, but we can have it all by literally doing it all. Um, and the, and the, the knock-on effect for our very very delicate um hormonal system is yeah it's it's causing a lot of havoc yeah and so are you sort of moving more towards like saying that women end up exhausted because they're overdoing it because and their hormones have a longer lasting stress response than they should 100 percent yeah yeah. And, um, and the answer, the answers that we are 
the remedies and the answers that we're looking for is even though, you know, a lot of women that are coming to see us uh, are obviously kind of going, oh, no, we don't want the quick fix. But, but a lot, like what, what we need to really hit home is, once again, coming back to that thing of you can't just pop a pill every morning and this be okay. And I don't care whether that's pharmaceutical or herbal. Mm. It's all of these other things. And if we, if we really, really want to make this change, we have to make this change. That's it. Every single day, layering it in, layering it in, layering it in, all of these little changes to make big ones. And so if somebody creates this space in their life, how long do they need to do it for? Forever. And they'll <laughs> want to. <laughs> and, that, and that will evolve as well. Yeah. So uh, it's really interesting what it's kind of like getting fit. You yeah. know, you start off and, and you just can't even think about running from one end of the street to the other. And, or, you know, you start doing yoga and you couldn't even dream about being able to reach your toes. And then you just keep showing up and you just keep showing up and you start noticing the little changes and you start noticing little improvements. And then you start thinking about how those little improvements are actually improving other areas of your life yeah. um, and what that means for, for everything else. And all of a sudden it just becomes your new normal. Yeah. Yeah. And you notice that having that, <laughs> you notice that having that time, that 20 minutes to lie flat or that 20 minutes, even just to sit down and eat your lunch without doing 15 things at once is the world didn't stop turning. Yeah. In fact, that afternoon, you actually felt better for it. You came home, or if you were at home, you had more to give everyone around you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And so creating that space, could you think of a couple of other things that are really easy to do for women listening or watching at home? What other things could they implement straight away that they could really, it could complement that creation of space? Say no. <laughs> Saying, saying no to um, things that, tell, okay, so when I say saying no, um, automatically, once again, I'm gonna, we're going to get a whole lot of people that will just click off as well because <laughs> I go, ah, I can't say no to my in-laws. I can't say no to, you know, my parents. Um, but start small. Start really small. And, uh, I, and when I say start small, this is how small I started. Um, so my girls are now 20s. And they are, so they're all like, oh, I need this for my hair and I need this and I need that. And I had a really busy day and Miss Eleven was like, oh, I need some bobby pins for this hairstyle that I wanted to. I was like, oh, God, I've got to get bobby pins today as well on top of everything else. And then I just turned around and I said, actually, no. <laughs> I will get them for you, but I'll get them when I get the groceries. I'm not going to make an extra trip of this. And then I just was like, oh, wow, that felt good. And it was yeah. the smallest thing. And so it's just, the, it's just starting small and it's the, it's the little thing. So where, where can you say no today that will not create Armageddon <laughs> but, but will create that little bit of space mm. like my bobby pins, my bobby pin scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure, yeah, saying no to a lot of women is really, really hard. 
really hard boundary setting Mm, definitely it's it's uh yeah it's a hundred percent practice it's like it's like everything and it feels really wobbly and it feels you feel really nervous um and then it just becomes something like it becomes a lot easier and if you're really struggling to say no um don't automatically say yes Mm, so uh yeah so if you're really kind of going oh god no no not there yet that's that's cool you don't have to be but but don't automatically say yes yeah um the idea behind that is to say i'm going to get back to you on that one i have a think and i'll see what works yeah and even that's giving yourself a little bit of breathing space yeah definitely so the creation of space this is a really awesome topic and it goes hand in hand with self-care really, doesn't it? Because there's a huge self-care oh. movement going at the moment. Yeah. And mm. it's it's gotta be it's gotta be true self-care and it's not this oh, I'm sitting, you know, on the beach in my perfectly curated Instagram worthy photo with my like, you know, but first coffee and all of that. <laughs> Whatever that is, it's got to be the little things that really, really work for you, like the bobby pins. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of women that we go, I'm going to totally do that. And then there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go, what the hell is she talking about? But it's got to be your, it's got to be your way. Yeah. 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 Well, given that one of my kids is three, she'll often want me to cook her a separate dinner, Mm. something different. No, I don't want that. Mm. Mm. So, yes, me, that's a fairly big thing, I know, because we were talking about it's not like we're not going to feed our kids and it's not that I don't. (laughs) Um, It's just that I try and entice her perhaps by adding a bit more butter to what I'm eating um, to eat her dinner. So, yeah, it's really just trying to work with what you've got rather than, like, really pushing up against it, right? Oh, yeah, the path of least resistance, mm. 100%. And sometimes um, that's, and that's having a very, um, like, you know, for example, with you and your three-year-old, that's, that's, there's some people that would, that would go, like I would go, okay, so no, this is not what we do anymore. We're going to take, we're going to take the family meal. And like you said, the path of least resistance is to just tweak that. Mm as opposed to create a whole new meal. That's it. That's it. And that, so it doesn't have to be one extreme or the other mm. where you've got a three-year-old trying to eat exactly what you eat, but you don't have the scenario where you're the slave in the kitchen cooking all of these different meals. Totally, totally. Because yeah, I've been there trying to do oh. all the things for all the people. Oh, I've been there too. I've yeah. been there. <laughs> and we and it's a dance and yeah. we we'll constantly dance with it because yeah. um that's that is the part of us that loves these people in our lives. That's it. And wants to provide and wants to be the nurturer and wants to do all of the things. Um and we'll teeter up against it and then we'll pull back. Mm. And then we'll teeter up against it and then we'll pull back. Yeah. Yeah, it's really powerful yeah. stuff, Katie. Like I'd put this as far as like this space creations, probably that ma- that main foundation that a lot of women are missing. 
Oh, a hundred percent. And like I said, we can throw all the herbs, <laughs> all the nutrients, all the supplements. We can do all of the things, but you know, we're just doing more things. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I and speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Raisin toast in the pantry. <laughs> so I hear you. But it's, yeah. um, yeah, if we can, if we can make this creating space in your flavour, then we are halfway there. Yeah, that's so awesome. So, Katie, we're going to wrap it up, um, but I want to just let everyone know exactly what you have created and what you are currently doing because I absolutely love your work. So I'm going to put the link to Katie's Facebook page um, underneath this conversation, and if you're listening on the podcast it will be in the show notes. So Katie sees clients one-to-one. You can see her online. You see majority online, don't you? Yeah, yeah. majority of women. Um, and then Katie also has a group program called Hall Pass to Health launching very, very soon. So you can get in touch with Katie via Facebook or her website, katiebarrennaturopath.com.au. Oh, is that what uh, it is? Your naturopath. Oh, your naturopath.com.au. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so join in on the conversation on Katie's Facebook page because that's where she shows up in a lot of her live videos. And <laughs> my gosh, there is so much gold in what Katie has to share with her audience. And she also has a brilliant Facebook group that you can join as well. So um, I highly, highly recommend that you go and join in there, um, join in the conversation because. This creation of space, if you go and try it, oh, my gosh, it is a game changer. Total game changer. <laughs> thank, so thank you so, you so much. much. <laughs> it was so much fun, Katie. And we will see you on the next episode.